Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You know, in a world increasingly filled with so much anger, hatred, and uncertainty, our Lord in the love of His heart has given us a very special gift, the Divine Mercy Devotion. We have just celebrated the feast of St. Faustina, who is the great apostle of Divine Mercy. She was a chosen soul whom our Lord called upon to reveal in our times the merciful love of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The Divine Mercy really is an extension and part of the larger devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. St. John Paul II was known for his great enthusiasm, as was the rest of the church in Poland, for these revelations that were given between the year 1930 and 1938. The devotion to Divine Mercy really is a devotion to God's love. The devotion requires that one ask for His mercy. Of course, that's a big part of it. You have to ask for His mercy, but then you trust in that mercy completely, and in turn, try to spread that mercy by bringing it to other people in your life. Our Lord appeared to St. Maria Faustina Kowalska and mystically revealed this beautiful devotion to her. St. Faustina had actually seen a vision of Christ. His right hand was extended in blessing, and his left pointed to his heart, which was emitting beautiful rays of white and red light, symbolizing the water of baptism and the blood of the Holy Eucharist. Christ proclaimed that this image, which is now known as the King of Mercy image, to be a vessel of grace to anyone who would venerate that image. Due to efforts of Pope John Paul II, the devotion gained worldwide recognition, and now you find it throughout the Catholic Church everywhere you go. Since Christ commanded Sister Faustina to have that image painted back in 1931, the devotion to Divine Mercy has just continued to grow with greater and greater popularity. She was, of course, the first saint to be canonized to usher in the new millennium. But there's so many other things we could say about her. When she traveled to Vilnius, she underwent a number of mystical experiences there, and she met Father Michael Sopoko, who became her spiritual director. Father Sopoko instructed her that she should write all of these experiences down in a diary, which was later entitled, Divine Mercy in My Soul. It is a beautiful read. And in that, she talks about the beautiful image of Christ that was given to us with the divine rays shining from his sacred heart. And those great words, Jesus, I trust in thee. But also she gives us in this beautiful work, the chaplet of divine mercy. She also speaks to us of the great sacred three o'clock hour, how at three o'clock it's a special time every day where the floodgates of mercy are open to those who invoke Jesus at the time when his side and heart were opened on the cross. And our Lord also called in this work for the establishment of Divine Mercy Sunday. And thanks be to God, St. John Paul II did establish that on April 30th in the great jubilee year of 2000, where Sunday in the octave of Easter became Divine Mercy Sunday. What I'd like to share with you today, in the midst of some of our current difficulties, is a beautiful passage from Divine Mercy in My Soul, the beautiful book which she wrote in this diary. 
And the topic that she's dealing with in this one little passage is on God's infinite goodness in redeeming man. She writes, God, you could have saved thousands of worlds with one word. A single sigh from Jesus would have satisfied your justice. But you yourself, Jesus, purely out of love for us, underwent such a terrible passion. Your Father's justice would have been propitiated with a single sigh from you, and all your self-abasement is solely the work of your mercy and your inconceivable love. On leaving the earth, O Lord, you wanted to stay with us, and so you left us yourself in the sacrament of the altar, and you opened wide your mercy to us. There is no misery that could exhaust you. You have called us all to this fountain of love, to this spring of God's compassion. Here is the tabernacle of your mercy. Here is the remedy for all of our ills. To you, O living spring of mercy, all souls are drawn, some like deer, thirsting for your love, others to wash the wound of their sins, and still others, exhausted by life, to draw strength. At the moment of your death on the cross, you bestowed upon us eternal life, allowing your most holy side to be opened. You opened an inexhaustible spring of mercy for us, giving us your dearest possession, the blood and water from your sacred heart. Such is the omnipotence of your mercy. From it, all grace flows to us." End quote. May we invoke that incredible stream of mercy and grace upon ourselves and upon our troubled world. St. Faustina, pray for us. God bless you. Thank you.